Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. I didn't like the traditional form of psychotherapy where you just go in every day at Tuesday at nine and, you know, because every day or every week, Tuesday at nine, my issues might not be up for me. So what I've done is so for us to work through trauma, we have to be looking at neurobiology and we have to be looking at attachment and we need to be looking at how we sort of run and energy and regulate energy through our nervous system. We need to understand what traumatized us and our reactions, what our reactions are. And then we need to know how to handle our reactions. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Hello, friends. I'm so thankful that you're here today. This is an amazing episode, and it's going to help you stop the cycle of trauma. I mean, can you have a trauma-free divorce? It might be possible to learn how to deal with that so that the suffering is less, and that is all I want for you. So today, I'm so delighted to have Laurel Soleil on. She's a smart gal. She's a clinical psychotherapist. She does therapeutic life coaching and relationship coaching for women recovering from bad relationships. She has some free services that she's going to talk about. You can go to our Facebook lives and we'll have all that in the show notes. But I think you're really going to love learning how to deal with the cycle of trauma and how to deal with it in the moment when you're going through something like divorce. Stay tuned. It's really, really good. Welcome listeners. I'm so excited to have Laurel Soleil. Did I say that right? You got it. Yeah. Fancy last name. And I'm so excited to get to know Laurel better because she's got a really good story that she's going to share with us about trauma, which has led her to, you're a clinical psychotherapist Mm -hmm. and you're helping people through trauma. And I loved, I had to write down something that I saw in your bio that you treat the person, not the problem, and that you don't see problems, but unlimited potential. So this podcast loves to help people not be so afraid of divorce. And I love when I interview people who have gone through something difficult and they're using that and now they're helping others, which is exactly what you're doing, Laurel. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm really, really thankful that you took the time to be here and honest to goodness, I can't wait to, to know you better. So can you just share with us? It seems like you went through a lot of trauma. Yeah. Yeah. I went through a lot in the divorce and the sharing of child custody. So to me, it's like there's divorce. And then if there's children, there's divorce. And then 
the figuring out how to navigate shared custody. None of us have children ever thinking, gosh, I hope I only see them, you know, 50% of the time. So that in and of itself, the divorce can be traumatizing. All endings are traumatizing Mm -hmm. to a degree, ones we don't want anyway. And even what sometimes ones we do want can have an element of like, oh, like loss is just hard and having to give up something is hard and transitioning is hard. And so that's the divorce. And then there's the whole kid piece, which can also be the other traumatizing piece in divorce. And I know that there's a lot of divorces where there aren't biological children necessarily, but maybe there are stepchildren or there's nieces and nephews. So I think there's so much more than just the ending of a marriage that happens in divorce. You're, there's, there's, so there's a plethora of relationships, experiences, mutual sort of things that you have acquired along the way that you're losing as well. And all of that has a compounded traumatic effect. I, I so hear you and agree. And I think that most of the listeners can probably understand what you're saying. So mm-hmm. do you mind sharing and going deep with your yeah, story sure. and what led yeah. you to help people? Yeah. I mean, my... My divorce was interesting, though it was early on in my daughter's life. We'd been together not long. We'd known each other for long, but not married for long. And so we split when she was two. Okay. So she was still nursing. And immediately he wanted overnights. So, you know, that was traumatizing as a first-time mom to begin with. And I went through absolutely every like horror experience that a mother that's nursing their baby can have, you know, waking up in the night, you know, st- still like boobs, still full of milk. My right. I mean, my kid, like not wanting to get in the car, holding on to my clothing, the whole separation anxiety thing. We, if there is a court ordered mandate that can be ordered, <laughs> In divorce and custody arrangements, parenting plans, I've gone through it, all of it. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you, when you went through your divorce, did you do it through lawyers, through a mediation, through lawyers? All of it. Lawyers, media. I mean, we were in mediation so many times. We did not go to trial, but we were very close. So. Uh, Okay. And I think that your mediation was different than the mediations that I do, where I work with both clients together. And then sometimes they'll get a turn. So they do a joint petition. I'm hearing that you each had attorneys use the mediator to try to come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. Each were represented. Is that true? At various stages, it was that. But then there was other times when we didn't have attorneys, when everything was filed and said and done, but then he wanted to switch something around and I would say no. And then we'd say, okay, let's try to work it out in mediation. And that was the times when we didn't hire attorneys and we just went to mediation, probably like hired a professional like you, sat in the room together. There was somebody trying to mediate between the two of us. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to know. And I want to say that before my listeners, I think one of the biggest fears that my clients have is not being with their kids all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you're breastfeeding, that's really hard. And often mm-hmm. when I, so I'm an attorney turned mediator, right? So I have the legal background to give legal information, but I really like to work together with people so they can come up to an agreement. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of times a way that you can come up with an agreement 
where that other parent who's not breastfeeding is still getting time yeah. with the kiddo, yeah. but that you will maybe have more overnights in the beginning. And then we put language in that you're working towards. So there are ways to work around that. It doesn't sound like that was what happened in your case. No, it was very straightforward and by the book. And I think that what you're talking about is brilliant because what I think a lot of people fall into is the lack of creativity, the lack of creative strategizing around what can actually be healthy for the child and the parent. And then it doesn't have to be this textbook traditional shared custody in the way that we think about it or know about it or hear about it or have experienced it ourselves as children. Right. Right. Okay. So is this, was it the most traumatic thing you have ever been through in your life? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So how well, do you, I mean, it, yes, yes. And no, but can you go a little bit deeper into that? Tell me more about that. About the trauma, trauma in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I lost my brother, drowned. That was very traumatizing. Um, I grew up, I didn't grow up with a father. He didn't want anything to do with me. And I tried to meet him at 17 and he just sort of, you know, turned the other way. That was pretty intense, traumatizing. There's, you know, been some sexual assaults. And let's see, I grew up with many stepfathers, a very chaotic home. Sometimes I think that my life is just like one big trauma. So midlife, I'm a little bit like, okay, this is coming, to, this is quieting down and now we're going to do something about it. But no, trauma is something that it personally is very familiar and professionally is very, just what I interface with every single day. And some of the most horrific traumas that I can really, that I think any of us could imagine. So when did you decide I'm going to, I'm going to start helping people with trauma? It was when I was going through it, when my daughter was two and I was seeing my own therapist and I had no way of coping and I didn't like the traditional form of psychotherapy where you just go in every day at Tuesday at nine and you know, because every day or every week, Tuesday at nine, my issues might not be up for me. Right. Um, I might not be in a traumatized place. I might not be in a crisis place. And so I was finding that the actual traditional psychotherapy wasn't working for me. And so as a psychotherapist, I wanted to shift the way I worked with people. Um, but that's when I started my personal healing journey, as well as my creating my profession around it. So can I ask, how is yours different than the traditional? So what I've done, so with, with, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know this, you go to therapy, you might have some goals or some objectives, but it's very loose. What do you want to work on today? What's mm -hmm. up for you today? How was your week? How'd that conversation go with so-and-so? So it can often be very client-led, which is beautiful. But there isn't necessarily that we're getting to the meat of what has to happen. So for us to work through trauma, we have to be looking at neurobiology and we have to be looking at attachment and we need to be looking at how we sort of run and energy and regulate energy through our nervous system. We really need to be learning these skills. Like understanding trauma is great. We need to understand what traumatized us and our reactions, what our reactions are. And then we need to know how to handle our reactions. 
And when you go into therapy once a week, if you're not in a dysregulated space, you might not get from your therapist the actual tools you need when you walk out of his or her office and you get that phone call or you get that email and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> this thing's happening. And so that then we feel re-traumatized because we don't have to, we don't know how to cope or manage with what just came up. So I sort of synthesized everything that I felt like was the most important for healing trauma, rewiring our neurobiology and working with our nervous system in an eight week course that gives, and you have lifetime access to it. So any point you feel something is coming up, you re-listen to one of the audios and you have the tools. It's like having a therapist in your back pocket 24 seven. I love, okay. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, okay, Laurel, are you available 24 seven? 24 seven. Through your courses. Yeah. And that's what I always heard from my clients. They were like, I just, it's like, I want you in my pocket all the time. I want you there. Or then I would hear, I can hear your voice in the back of my head. And I would sometimes ask, well, what what Laurel say? So I was like, okay, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to make this course. I'm going to put everything. It's all audio and video. It's all me. I'm just going to put everything I know in this course. And then people can access it and apply whichever week they need to for whichever problem they're experiencing. I love that you did this. And you know what? I didn't know that. I And I did a little digging on you too, and I didn't see that. Is it on your website? Yeah, it's Soul Paths. So S-O-L-E-P-A-T-H-S dot Laurel Soul, S-O-L-E dot com. And it is on my website. If we just go to laurelsoleil.com, that seems easier. Is that how they can get there? Totally. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't do enough digging on that site because it's easy to find. Okay. So under services. And I think it's something like healing from divorce. So do you find that a lot of the people maybe do a session with you and then sign up for those courses? I do. Yeah. Or a lot of people will join my Facebook group and then they'll sign up for the courses that way. Cause I go live on Facebook once a week and just give a little nugget of something Yeah. So I do find, or I find the opposite happens too, where people will do the eight week course and then they want to do some one-to-ones to be like, really want to get into this a little bit more deeply. So kind of goes both ways. Okay. How do they find you on Facebook? It is healing divorce circle. So this is a community. Is it a community of women who have gone through something traumatic or... Yeah, essentially who have gone through, who are healing from a difficult breakup or challenging divorce. Okay. Everybody in there has gone through a healing or are going through healing a difficult breakup or a challenging divorce, every single one. Okay, so I appreciate so much that you have that available because listeners, that's free. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling alone, Mm-hmm. And like you've been through something really hard, pop on your lives. I mean, I, I can't right. imagine right. where you could go wrong. How, when, when do you have them, Norm? So follow you on social media would be yeah. the first thing. Yeah. 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 And go to the group. Yeah. Find the group. Just request to join. I go live every Thursday at noon mountain time. Okay. That is, that's really good to know. Okay. So now what I'm wondering, not to give everything away that's in your course. But can you give like some 
tools for dealing with something traumatic, especially yeah. when you're going through a divorce? Like, is there anything that can help people? Yeah. Is there anything specific that you can think of that your clients struggle with that seems a predominant issue? Or do you just want me to pick some some tool out of the hat? I mean, there are so many and they're all so varied. Um, a lot of them are, are issues with kids or for women, kind of the fear of how they're going to take care of their finances. And that's traumatic for them because maybe they haven't worked or, but I'm just wondering if maybe there are a couple steps. Okay. In, do you have anything like in the moment or is it all kind of stuff where you need to dig deeper? No, we can definitely do in the moment. Okay. So in the moment, what to really calm, let's say you're really having a moment. And okay, so and Laurel, let me say so. Say like we're sitting in a mediation session and it's yeah. getting heated, and yeah. you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not going to see my kid that much, or whatever it is." Not and hard. you're feeling heated, and you want to keep your head. Yeah. So you okay. Keep thinking. Yeah. Okay. okay. First of all, uncross everything. Don't I'm, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> uncross your whole body. Okay. Feel your feet on the ground. Actually, put mm -hmm. a little pressure in. Feel your feet on the ground. Put your doesn't matter face up or face down. Sometimes palms face up can feel too vulnerable. So put them down if it does. Preferably it's, it's open palms face up. And then you're going to inhale for four counts and you're going to exhale for six. It does not have the number, the four and the six aren't important. What's important is that your exhale is longer and, and more controlled than your inhale. Because when the, when the autonomic nervous system, when our nervous system senses threat or senses something's happening that I don't want, we go into fight or flight. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of this kind of breathing, even unconsciously, right? I'm exaggerating here. Right. We're breathing in a lot. So what we want to have happen is we want to quiet the sympathetic stress response, which is the fight or flight. And we want to bring online the parasympathetic stress response which is the rest and digest. When we're in a resting place, we can digest what's actually happening to us and in front of us, and we can solutionize in a way that's more creative. When we're in fight or flight, we're purely in survival mode. So the long, slow, controlled exhale is what brings you out of stress response and into the rest and digest. So it looks like this, like you'd go... Well, and here's what I want to say. The other party is not even going to be aware that you're doing it. You can actually, it's almost like a meditation to become aware. That's right. You can do it. I mean, I can do it sitting here with you. Yes. You yeah. don't even know that right now I'm thinking about where my feet are on the floor. That's right. And, that, and, and when you're talking about, you know, these, I call it your primitive brain, mm -hmm. which yeah. is fight or flight. And that is like, there for a reason, but you don't really need to work from that. You're not going to be doing your most creative thinking. So I, you are so in line with how yeah. I do things because I want people to be creative. Yeah. I, and I actually love to share these tools before we start the mediation yeah. so that people can stay in their, in their, I call it their prodigy brain. Yeah. About your sage brain. So I don't know about all the neurological stuff, but I know that when you're in that resting state that you talked about, mm -hmm. that you are better able to come up with ideas to maybe even um, be a little bit 
empathetic or understanding to that other person. Sometimes that helps you to come up with really good. So those are awesome tips. So uncross everything, which I am a huge like grasshopper. Uncross everything. Feet on the ground. Feet mm-hmm. on the air. Open palms if you can, but if you're feeling vulnerable, hold them mm-hmm. down. Yeah, and then do that one deep breath in and exhale longer. If you can count four in, six out, but yeah, and then yeah. you're going to be back to this place where you're going to be able to come up with great solutions and a better result. Yeah, absolutely. And then the one thing that I remember really helping me in mediation and things with the divorce and custody was just saying to myself, this is just one moment in time. I don't actually know what the big picture of my life will look like. Right. Because what happens is we get really wrapped yes. into the moment. And to really get out of the micro and into the macro experience and version, this is just one thing. This is one thing that isn't ideal. This is one thing that isn't making me feel great. This is one thing that's causing a reaction. But I don't know in the macro view of my life how significant this actually is. And it might actually be a gift if you can believe that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of taking that stance with our brain sometimes can be helpful. Hey, I just wanted to pop in here quick before this whole thing winds down. And I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan. You will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will Be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, check on my online courses, and sign up for the Parenting Plan course now because when parents work together, they can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. And I can't believe like we're already kind of getting to the end. That went really fast. So fast. So fast. But so, you know, Laurel, at the end, I always have what I call a saddle up segment because I'm in the barn and I've got horses and saddles back there. But so I like to get one piece of information or a tidbit. It can be something that you already said that people can do right now today. And I can't help but blurt out. I'm thinking, practice what you just taught us mm-hmm. when you're, I mean, practice that whenever you can, Yeah, to, you know, be in the moment, take your breath. But do you have something to add that my listeners can do right away just to have a better life? Sure. Yeah. I think. I think the breathing is is probably where it's at, but I do want to just honor that also listeners can acknowledge for themselves that you're in a grief process. And grief has grief is not linear. I know that there's stages of grief, but that doesn't mean 
we move through them and tick each stage and we're on to the next one eventually over it. It's nonlinear. So just remember that this is a grieving process, grieving a marriage. Even if you want it out, grieving a marriage. Children, but just to to have that sensitivity that um that it is a grieving process and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with one day you're okay and then the next day you feel angry and then it's it's all part of that grieving process. If, however you feel is okay. And it's not gonna kill you to feel it, right? Yeah. So, so good. So listeners, if you need some help with trauma, go to laurelsoleil.com or go to that Thursday live on Facebook, which is Healing Divorce Circle. Is that correct? <laughs> it's funny. My brain is having, it's either Healing Divorce Circle or it's Divorce Healing Circle. So listeners just like do both. It's got a beautiful picture of a fountain with yellow rose petals. That's how you can. And here's another thing. We'll put it in the show notes. So don't worry about it. <laughs> It'll be there. So I really, Laurel, I really appreciate you sharing your story. I appreciate the work that you're doing and that you're reaching so many people. I love that you have an online course that can just go all across the United States and probably beyond and help people going through trauma. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. It has been a pleasure to get to know you. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it. Yes, you take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Before I go, I just want to let you know some exciting news. In addition to my online parenting plan course, I now have the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork course. This course is going to hold your hand through the mediation process, and the Minnesota divorce paperwork. It's easy, effective, comprehensive. You will have what you need to file for divorce with this course. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.